0: I don't know about you, but lately something's going wrong. I have called different locations to get certain things achieved and it's not working. For example, I call support and they place me on hold and I listen to this music for I don't know how many minutes and then the person answers the phone and answer answers it very rudely. Or I have read that they have 24 hours service, but then when I call No one answers the phone. What about this? You've heard because of COVID, we're understaffed. Is this a joke or what? Are you asked for assistance and no one helps you? So what's going on? What is happening right now that's causing this service to be at an epidemic bad level? So what's the reasons? What's going on? Welcome to The Sales Doctor, where we talk about the process of selling and how to put more money into your pocket. I'm your host, Dr. Nate Brooks. And in this episode, we're going to talk or address the area of customer service. Because without customer service, you cannot put money into your pocket. But let's face it, there has to be a way of, of getting better customer service. Nowadays, things are happening where, as for at one time, they said, you know, treat the customer like a king. The customer is always right, which I don't think is correct. At the same time, it's almost like companies nowadays don't care about who you are if you're the customer. How do you solve this problem? For many years, I worked and trained people in call centers. Now, in call centers, they have them abroad, which I worked on, and also in the U.S. So let's first define the word customer. Because you see, a customer is very important because they drive revenue, and without them, the business cannot exist. But now a customer is an individual or business that purchases another company's goods or services. They have an external customer and an internal customer. An external customer is the one that comes to your organization to buy your goods or services. An internal customer would be people that work in the organization. You might say, what, internal customer? Yes, the ones that take care of accounting, customer service, the management. But how do you work with each other? You see, you may not buy their goods or services inside, but yet still, you're working with them based upon their words, which is their revenue, how they treat you. If they treat you correctly, they'll treat the customer correctly. If you treat them incorrectly or badly, they'll treat the customer badly. Therefore, transferring the bad negative customer service to the external customer. There are five types of external customers. New customers, impulsive customers, angry customers, insistent customers, and also loyal customers. Let's talk about the first one, the new customers. Now, new customers are newcomers. They're always going to have a few questions about how things are, how they work, because they don't know. They want to know what's going on. So you have to help the new customer. Next would be the impulsive customer. This customer is quick to buy when something catches their eye. They can see a George Foreman grill or something very quickly on sale, and guess what? They're very impulsive to buy it immediately. But as a result, they're always not very good at reading a small, fine print which means it causes problems down the road. So in a situation where these types of customers get a product that isn't exactly what they thought it was, they might be impulsive and calling the customer's support as well very quickly. But now if you can help them with the product, how to use it, the warranty and the policies, and use empathy, you can always save this impulsive customer. Then we have the angry customer, Whether they are just having a bad day or have an encounter, the same issue one or too many times. They are ticked off. They have an attitude. But now, you have to deal with some of these customers that aren't very friendly, let's face it. If you know how to deal with them, you're fine. Most organizations, they have not spent enough time in training how to deal with the angry customer which means they don't know how to defuse the angry customer. But now if you know how to defuse them by using empathy, listening very carefully, and some more things we'll talk about in the podcast, you can help them. Then we come up with the insistent customer. We have a case of a highly informed customer types. These shoppers usually do quite a bit of research before finalizing any sale. They more have more information than you do because they do research. But now as you begin to show proof of what you can do effectively and becoming very informational about the content and someone there to help them, you can save them. And lastly, the loyal customers. Now, this one should be your favorite type of customer because they are loyal. They're going to no matter what you do, they're going to be stick with you no matter what. They're loyal. With these five types of customers, they all have certain things they need. Many times people say, well, it doesn't really matter. But good customer service really speaks for itself. When the person dealing with the customer begins to use timely resolution of the problem, they effectively give solutions on the first contact. They value the customer's time and feedback and the customer feels it. Also, they give good customer service etiquette. But it's like riding a roller coaster. You go through an experience. You're screaming and hollering until you go through the experience. And that's what people want. They want to go through the customer experience. Some things I think you should watch as far as poor customer service. Because most people say, you know what? I will never use that company again because of poor customer service. Others will say they will tell their friends, their family about their bad experience. In working with call centers, some of the things I've seen is that many times call centers try to be too efficient. They also try to sell, when you call for an issue, they try to sell you something different versus taking care of the problem, which brings up confusion. And lastly, what I've seen is this. Call centers have no education in dealing with people. They need to be more educated. So how can we overcome that? Let's say that maybe you're not in a call center, but you're an individual. Or if you're a call center, what you do first is this. Educate yourself on how to be the best customer service agent you can become. Watch your tone of voice when you answer the phone. Watch the different ways of asking questions. Next, communicate or coordinate with your department on customer service. Know how to deal with the issue quickly. Many times in call centers, they deal with the wrong metrics. What they do They're trying to handle it quickly, get you on, get you off, move to the next call. But yet and still, if they took time to work and nourish the challenge you have, it would help you a great deal. You've probably seen this yourself where you have a question or go to the call center individual, but some kind of way, this recording will send you to an online website and people do not want to talk to an online website. They want to talk to a live agent. Why? They have problems, questions they need to have answered. But because of that, they push you away. Next, train your management to engage with the employees, the people on the phone. As you begin to show them how to engage with people on the phone and what to listen for and how to encourage them, things will change. I can recall teaching a class in customer service and I ask a question, what's the opposite of love? And they say, it's hate. I said, no, it's not is indifference. You see what happens with this? When people begin to complain with your organization, it's not against you or the organization, it's because they have an indifferent way of seeing things. What they really want is a relationship with the organization and with you. Many times people don't have an understand dean about that. By complaining, customers are buying into a relationship. They're making an effort so that they have the feeling that this relationship is worth something. they rather complain about it because if they complain about it, guess what? They'll come back and buy from you. But let them complain. Why? They want the relationship. Most individuals do not like to complain. They feel it's not worth it. They want the relationship, but now what will cause a person to complain? I believe it's very simple. For example, hiding toll-free numbers to decrease the call volume. Have you ever been looking for a toll-free number and can't find it? And you say, where they hide that number? Or outsourcing customer care contact to different call centers, maybe in different locations. What about agents that don't have empowerment to make a decision? So what do the customers want? The premium thing they want is someone to listen. And 39% of the people want money back. Also, they want an explanation of why the problem exists or occurred in the first place. Then they also want product repair and services fixed. They want the job done right. 31% want the job done right. And next, the assurance that the problem would not be repeated. People want good customer service. But some kind of way, customer service is going to hell in a handbag. Why? Because people don't care. But if you have a caring attitude, you love your customers, you want to give them the very best they can receive, and you are the example of what they want, you can turn things around very quickly. In a customer survey from Arizona State University, they asked the customer, do you want revenge because of bad customer service? The average person said, yes, but my revenge is that I never buy from them again. In the national customer service survey, they ask, how do you complain? Most said, I complain through email, telephone, or text message, because this way I can document with pictures of what's going on. In recap, we discuss customer service, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Next, we talk about what is a customer, why they do the things they do, and what they can do to turn it back around and what you can do to make your customer service a service experience. If you would like to talk to me, Nate Brooks, write me, nate at brooksresult.com. You can make the difference. Make the difference. I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. And as always, stay on top because you certainly deserve it.